Hello, and welcome back to 5 to 9, the pop culture gossip podcast hosted by Caitlin, Lindsay, and Hannah. We are back with a very special episode today. I know we talked about it last episode, but this is our reunion special. We're so excited. (laughs) Specifically for Salt Lake City, we're going to talk about the entire season and the crazy finale and the reunion episode. We're so excited. Um, But, you know, we wanted to come dressed as like we're showing up for our own reunion so that's why we're looking like we this. were our own glam today we didn't get to hire anyone shoot yeah that would be awesome actually unlike lisa we've not been getting our glam done since 2019 True. i know we don't have one on retainer for the apartment yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would um, be nice that'd be so cool actually. that would be cool literally um hannah what's your question. look if you were a if you could get either like a personal stylist personal makeup or personal hair artist for every day probably makeup so you your outfit perfect every day hair mm. perfect every day or makeup perfect every day that's so hard i know oh at this point right now i don't have a lot of places to go <laughs> so i don't need to like wear an outfit a lot um that's i like doing point. my hair but probably my makeup because mm. they can just make it look actually good i know i would probably say makeup too but i've i want someone like a stylist to come into my closet for like a day Mm -hmm. and then they make outfits with Mm -hmm. everything that I have and I could just take like photos or Polaroids of it and then I'm like okay that's my vibe today Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do that and I know there's apps or whatever I gotta look into it Mm -hmm. yeah that is hard I want all three (laughs) literally (laughs) do it um Hannah your look today tell us your reunion look this reunion look is archival it's from New Year's (laughs) Eve 2022 Two, 2022 Chicago mm-hmm. Illinois fun who was we went to that was the year I had COVID yeah. so I literally my dad made me take a COVID test New Year's Eve was positive yeah. so then I went home to the suburbs so Where I wasn't alone in my room you guys went to um you went to the Congress hotel. that was two oh, years ago we went, went to the Congress yeah there was a big group there but it was pretty much kind of funny, actually. It was pretty much you and Wade and me and Levy. Like, the four of us were kind of like a group that night. Yeah. And Levy was, like, calling Lindsay, like, <laughs> oh, I just missed, like, but they weren't, like, a thing at no. that point. Anyway, it was kind of funny. He was, like, just calling yep. you or something, like, when we got home. He was. He slept over on the couch that night. He's, that was the first <laughs> night he slept on the green couch. Mm-hmm. But he definitely called me at, like, 2 in the morning. Yeah. And he was, like, belligerent. And me and my mom were. And him and my yeah. mom talked for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't think they'd ever met. On the phone in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That was fun. So what inspired your look, Caitlin? Um, well, I, you know, I've gotten a lot of use out of this Skims dress. And I wanted a long yeah. look for my reunion look. Um, mm-hmm. So I went with that. And I don't know. I just saw Kim at the Paris Fashion Week. Um, I don't know which shows. But she looks so good in that mm-hmm. long black dress. Yeah. So, And then I wanted to curl my hair because Kylie's been, you know, has her new signature curl. Yeah. There is something about like a long black dress with like long curled hair and then you just feel like you're feeling good, looking good. You got the like voluminous hair and the like bodycon dress. Mm -hmm. Like there is something magical about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It gives Kim. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Giving Kim. You know, I'm not going to lie. I came up with this outfit in my head last night. Mm -hmm. What inspired me is day drinking casual vibes. Yeah. And I didn't want to go with jeans and i was thinking what else would i wear today drink don't want to wear the two pairs of jeans i own yeah not going to be wearing leather pants at 1 p.m on a saturday that's slightly criminal for me Mm -hmm. 
and um, really cold out, can't wear a skirt or a short dress. So I went with this length yeah. dress. <laughs> I love that. I love like dresses during the day. Right. I love a good dress. It's so easy. And yeah, I agree with you. Black dress, curled hair, just feel feel good. Yeah. And I like how you like you feel so good in your dress, your hair and makeup, but then you can mm-hmm. wear sneakers. Right. Like a day moment yeah. or like a casual moment where you can like look good, feel good, but then be comfy with a pair of sneakers. Because mm-hmm. I've definitely worn this to dinner with high heels before. Yeah. But during the day, throw in dress some sneakers. Up. Did you ever think you'd be the girl of the magazine where it's like, how do you dress up your look from day to night? <laughs> you are her. Thank you. You are dressing up your look from day to night. Oh my God. That's my new persona. <laughs> throw in some jewelry and heels and then a jacket and you're going to nighttime. Okay, slay. It's perfect. Done. Well, that's where our looks came from yeah. for this reunion. But the reunion is not about us, truly. It is Salt Lake City season four. It's been a wild, wild time, right? We loved it. I think this is probably like the best season. Yeah. It's been quite a journey. I think so, actually. Yeah. And based on this season, I think Salt Lake probably took over as like my favorite mm-hmm. series for Housewives. Yeah. I think it used so. to always be Beverly Hills. I would tell everyone that. Still love them. They always hold a special place yeah. in my heart. But they were giving the drama this season. Yeah. And it was like, we were like antsy, like waiting for the next episodes to come out. Like, we were so excited. Yeah, I would think about like, <laughs> oh, it's Tuesday. You know, we get to yeah. watch it. No, I mean, the whole, what is it, season three? Four. Four. The whole series, like this whole cast has been like crazy. Between Jen Shaw mm. to Monica oh to all the different like religion stuff, like the Mormonism aspect of it and mm-hmm. how a lot of them whatever have a complicated relationship with it this this like came out of nowhere but it's been so good like yeah. mm-hmm. did you think when we were watching beverly hills in new york and orange county that another show could come out and be like like compared to it like almost top it no because when you the know? first season came out obviously we had we didn't know the people they had to create drama remember it was yeah. like the stupidest things that they would like she try to- like the hospital yes yeah. and yeah. they would blow that up for the whole season because yeah. there was no prior content mm-hmm. and you know now they got a lot Real of good stuff. material yeah yeah and i don't want to <laughs> jump forward but it does make you feel good at the end of a reunion when you feel like they're actually friends and like bonds have been made yeah mm-hmm. like there's a clear alliance now and they yeah. actually seem like they love each other mm-hmm. and like are actually friends and there for each other yeah, yeah. most of them but no definitely no, i like outliers mm-hmm. yeah well let's jump into the season we're just gonna go through some highlights and then we'll mm-hmm. jump into the craziness that is the finale sorry um what's it called spoiler alert <laughs> um we'll get to that later but it's also it's saturday it came out tuesday like what are you doing yeah you know literally you had five days yeah. to watch i know <laughs> get with it so season four we have meredith marks lisa barlow whitney rose heather gay mm-hmm. and angie katzenavis moved up from a friend to a regular cast member yeah. promotion um miriam cosby came back as like a friend after kind of She's taking a go. break yeah they literally labeled her meredith's friend Oh, as the thing in like the first episode, oh. she came up. I go, we're all well we aware all of who Mary yeah, Cosby is. <laughs> and um, Monica Fowler, which we don't know, she changes her last name a lot. Yeah, what mm-hmm. is her last name? I thought she was Garcia. I know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Jen Shaw is fresh out of jail for the beginning of the season, so that's like the main fresh out of fresh jail? in jail or fresh in jail. Who's <laughs> like, did she break yeah. out? Freshly, uh, <laughs> freshly sent to jail, I guess. So Heather wanted to kind of pull all the ladies together for a fresh start member, mm-hmm. that fresh start like skiish party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um that's yeah, where this- actually I didn't remember this, but Monica was introduced from by Angie 
to the group. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. They were the friends at first. Yeah. Like, oh. That's so weird. And I just remember, remember the first second, like, or maybe like, so they first started the episode with like a sneak peek into the, the Bermuda drama in the fi- finale. Mm-hmm. But then the intro, oh my God, I was glued to the TV. It was so mm-hmm. dramatic and like slow motion. Oh, and like, like the black Bible and white. verses or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was great. They really got like performative with that. Yeah, that yeah. was so good. I like that. Um, but yeah, Lisa and Meredith, um, I guess squashed their beef from everything in the past with her like hot mic moment and all of that mm-hmm. weird stuff between them. And I, I think they need to be friends. I like them I together. I like them friends. I get it. You have your moments. You had the hot mic, not the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think they, in the long run, they deserve to be friends. Yeah. 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 She's like, you slept with half of New York. Mm-hmm. Everybody, nobody likes you. <laughs> and really then I guess they're fine now. Um, Heather and Mary actually met up at her house. And that's where Mary said mm-hmm. that Heather looked inbred um, right to her face. And she was, Heather didn't really like, she just seemed two-faced. Yeah. I think they're all just like, when Mary says something, it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, even in the reunion, I know I'm jumping ahead, but, like, the whole comment about the Watch What Happens Live, where she was like, Gucci doesn't make corsets for a size yeah. 14. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, I didn't mean that as a fat shaming comment. Like, not at all. And then Heather was like, okay, thank you. Like, they just move on. They don't even give her the time of day anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those things she's better to have a, as a friend than a foe, and you can't win with her. So no. if you said, that's mean, she'd be like, well, you know, mm-hmm. she wouldn't give you what you wanted anyway. Absolutely so not. Mm-hmm. probably, they probably just they know learned their place. to uh, move on with her. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and then we go on that Palm Springs trip. Um, everybody went to Palm Springs except for... It was kind of a trip from Meredith. Like, she planned it all and didn't invite Angie, but then Angie ended up inviting herself. She showed up. When she came with Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. Um, Mary actually came on that, too, which was surprising. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't really participate anymore. No. She chose to sit in the van and, like, order McDonald's instead of doing anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Angie was trying to be nice. She's like, because they're eating lunch by the pool. She's like, Oh, come over! Come on over here, Mary. Come, come eat with us. She's like, Mary's like, don't tell me what to do. And I was like, just the way she twists things in her head, I know. like it's Literally, absurd. Like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, she's like, I'm, no, I'm saying come like eat lunch with us. Yeah, like, coming out. That's good. She's like, no. Yeah. Um, on the way to the Palm Springs, Palm Springs, um, location. They 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 say like Trixie's Trixie Motel. Yeah. Um, that's where Lisa lost her $60,000 oh, ring, yeah. which mm-hmm. that's when it was alluded that it might've been stolen by Monica and everyone kind of went, Hmm. You know, I, I did believe that for a hot minute there. Mm-hmm. She's snaky and I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. I know in the moment I didn't, but then looking back, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't believe she, it, yeah. but I went through like two weeks yeah. where I was like, she probably is capable of doing that for a second. Mm-hmm. When you find out everything she's done, it's like... Kind yeah. of adds up. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really not like off brand for her. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, also in Palm Springs, this is when they had the dramatic sit down dinner um, where I think Heather had like mm. so many espresso martinis oh, and was yeah. sick. Oh, but she threw up in the van. So gross. Yeah. But then even better was when Angie and Meredith were fighting yeah. and she says, you can leave. Yeah. <laughs> she, the at, room. Yeah. yeah. Dinner, like outside at a best. restaurant in Palm Springs and she gets up and goes to the waiter. It was like, I need security. They, she, she, this lady needs to leave. And they're like, 
that's a waiter <laughs> like we don't even like we don't do that we don't kick people out because yeah. you don't like them she's mm-hmm. like i'm the host of this dinner and she needs to leave and the waiter's like we'll see what we can do when they don't do anything because mm-hmm. the superiority complex yeah. it like really cracks me up what do mm-hmm. we do Sorry. i know i know then she pulls she had to like cool off on, on the side with um lisa oh, yeah. and that's when she was talking about well angie do you want me to go mm-hmm. there with her husband there's the rumors and the nastiness and so that was kind of alluding to some stuff yeah. that and the best is like when they came full circle with all that in the end they were like what you were insinuating all this with her husband mary meredith goes no i didn't i just said there's stuff about her husband and then with everything else coming out, like, she really was trying to paint herself as, like, a good guy in that situation. Like, she's not the one who kind of started it all. And I'm like, Meredith, I love you, but at the end of the day, that was 100% you. Yeah. yeah. You every you interpret things, what people say, and you totally insinuated that her husband was, like, cheating or doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you say, let's not talk about her marriage, it's like, mm-hmm. every person's mind goes to, oh, okay, something's yeah. going on in their marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and at that, at that point, we didn't even know what she was talking about. And no. in the next episode, once they're back... Um, Lisa was hosting like that ski party, another ski party. Oh, yes. um, and that's where I think Whitney and Monica together sort of brought up the rumor yeah. about um, Angie's husband. And Monica said it. Yeah. That he is hooking up with other men and that the other men are in the streets like bragging. Bragging. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, they were talking about that later on in the season and in the reunion and everything was like. Well, you didn't have to bring it up. And they were like, Monica, you're the one who said it on camera. And I'm like, no offense if things are getting alluded to in the first like two episodes by other people. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to, the producers are going to make you go full cir- circle on that. They're mm-hmm. going to make you say what it is. And they were like, Monica, how dare you say that on camera? And I'm like, you're on a reality TV show. If someone alludes to rumors about your husband going around, it's going to come out what the rumors are. Yeah. That's just how it is in reality TV. Yeah, well, I thought like, the weird part, too, was that they all blamed Monica. Obviously, she brought up the rumor, but to your point, Meredith in the first episode or second episode, whatever, said the rumors and the lies about her mm-hmm. marriage. Like, she's really, I mean, once you say yeah. that, it's like, okay. So I think both of them are just as guilty, but they really blamed mm-hmm. Monica because she's obviously the bad person of this season. Yeah. I get it, but it was like, technically, Meredith brought up the rumors first, yeah. and then Monica said exactly what it was, but we could have all, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I didn't know exactly that, but we could have all assumed no yeah what, Mer- along the lines of what they were saying yeah mm-hmm. and meredith's like i didn't say what it was i'm like you said there was a rumor yeah okay it all starts with you that's yeah. almost worse i'd rather you just say exactly what it is than be like there's rumors about your alluding to something something i'm like just say what it is then i don't want you to say there's rumors mm-hmm. i don't want you to say anything actually say nothing about me yeah. but- <laughs> <laughs> just say nothing say about it. <laughs> um yeah but yeah so that's kind of crazy and then I think it's even crazier with Monica because then Angie next hosts the Greek Easter celebration um, where Monica tried to clarify those rumors and mm-hmm. all about Angie's husband. But then that's that's when Monica's mom started to get involved in all of oh this and started God. causing a scene. They're yelling and there's like children around. Remember she, Monica even, we found out she like fell down the stairs and like threw her shoe like in the direction of a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I, I mean, I never liked Mon. I mean, I knew something was off about Monica's mom from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the episode, they were trying to say, like, oh, she was trying to, like, keep the peace. Like, at mm-hmm. the um, Greek Easter. She, she was trying to keep the peace. And everyone's like, oh, your mom seems so cute and, like, sweet. But something seemed off about her. No. Like, anyone's yeah. mom that's that involved. Like, if my mom ever <laughs> got, like, 
got involved or said anything to my friends. I don't know. It was very bizarre. But in like, hindsight, talked down to me in front of my friends too. Yeah. In hindsight, like know. knowing everything you do about her and you yeah. think about it, and it, she actively was just going to sit down with these people to talk about it to give herself screen yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, she was doing everything just to get her on the screen instead of Monica. I know. I'm like, why is she, her mom even here? But now it all makes sense. Monica so. was addressing it. Yeah. walked away it was fine and then her mom sat down and was like i am so sorry this yeah. is this like it was over and you did that for yourself yeah yeah no it was very bizarre and then all the stuff <gasps> with her mom is just all wait literally that's when she said in the reunion that she wasn't gonna drive her mom home so she ordered her an uber or production ordered her an uber and it was like a subaru so just you know a regular <laughs> ass suv that an uber x would come she goes i'm not getting in that car i deserve more than that <laughs> Refused to get in the Uber that production called her. Bench because she needed a nicer car. They go back, order her like an Uber XL. Like literally. They're like, okay. It's like Tesla's only. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's bizarre. I don't know. Like you're not a cast member. And for who gives you the right to be so rude to production? Mm -hmm. And so bratty. Yeah. Like you get a car called for for you. It's not good enough. No. Hmm. Don't love her. Something was off. Yeah. Something's off about... Well, the whole, all of them now. <laughs> the whole family. Yeah. Well, so that's pretty much the overall season, regular season, until we get to the main drama, which is the Bermuda trip, which they went on for Monica's birthday, actually, because Mona was going to... Mona, Mona. Monica <laughs> was supposed to, you know, meet up with her distant, like, relatives there, mm-hmm. but... Um, I guess she never did that because her mom, like, allegedly stopped that from happening. Yeah. Which now... What do you guys think about that? Do you think that was true? Well, because I... It also was said that Monica's mom kept asking production for her to go on the trip because she wanted to see her family. And production was like, we're not paying for you to go on the trip. Like, buy your own plane ticket and go live with your family. But you're not staying in the villa with the women. Yeah. And we're not paying for your part of the trip. You're not a cast member. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she, like, blew up and caused a scene. And so I don't know if that also was she was so petty that it led to her, like, being like, Monica, you can't see your family because I'm not giving you all of that airtime seeing the family yeah and doing that whole moment and mm-hmm. she couldn't come monica couldn't see her family but like literally you're not a cast member how dare you be like you're not paying for my trip yeah i'm gonna cause some shit that's so weird imagine your mother delusional. doing that yeah she's very delusional yeah i didn't know about that um wild so yeah we just see more of them being toxic together um but then this is also where Monica and Meredith sit down and discuss that they had both received a DM about Angie oh. and how she might be affiliated with the Greek mafia. Which I stand by this. I would take that as a compliment. No, literally. <laughs> thought I was capable of being in a mafia, I'd be like, whoa, that's kind of cool. No, literally. I was like, pop off. Yeah. If I have no affiliation and you think I'm yeah. in it, don't fuck with me. Yeah, I kind of love the power. <laughs> but that's cool that you think that I'm like, that you know i mean especially <laughs> if i have no affiliation yeah, and it's exactly. <laughs> there's you no ounce of truth <laughs> maybe you'd be like keep it on that. the down low yeah. yeah but no actually i don't think angie's part of them up i don't think she is mm-hmm. no she's not yeah and they really were like accusing meredith of um sending the dms mm-hmm. from an account um she was like really defending herself but i guess the yeah. prior season she didn't she that. do that though i know but i don't really i don't remember oh i don't know or was it i don't know what it there was something that happened why she didn't have like a foundation to stand on where yeah. it was like you really you did it in the past you saying you didn't do it now is not holding strong mm-hmm. yeah but they basically accused meredith of what ended up being what monica did you know what i mean they accused mm-hmm. meredith of 
having a fake account or whatever and sending DMs with rumors. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what Monica actually had done. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, no, it's crazy. And then we see Heather gets a phone call. Oh, yes, the phone call. From an invest- We've been looking forward to this phone call all season, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. This is what they, they entered the whole yeah. season with. And we were like, what? What's going on? Um, well, didn't we first think it was because she found out that Monica was suing Beauty Lab? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all thought that was what that's, the rumor yeah. was going to be. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, that's the drama you have? Like, I don't think that's too crazy. But, um, so yeah, Heather gets a phone call from an investigator. An investigator um and gathers whitney and meredith and lisa like down on the beach most iconic scene the four of them on the beach like, yeah huddled together in their bougie ass dresses the memes were amazing. killing me it was like big little lies season four yeah i just watched that like, show so oh. it resonated it was like very dramatic <laughs> i was living for it yeah and it was just kind of cute i was like oh they're like friends yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm saying i love seeing them come together yeah it's like yeah heartwarming Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's where she says, Monica is not our friend. She schemed to infiltrate infiltrate our friendship and profit off of our pain. And we go, what? <laughs> no, Heather's wording, like, in this last episode was like, yeah. are you reading off a monitor? No, like, literally. She said it was so, like, profound. Her, I have it, like, down her monologue in the finale, which yeah. everyone knows. And then she had a monologue in the reunion, too. Yeah. And she was just spitting fact after fact I after know. fact. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. She's really well spoken. She deserves an Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> like, she talks very nicely. Like, mm-hmm. I would not have been able to collect my thoughts so well <laughs> right. in that moment. But she was making yeah. a lot of sense and making some great points. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is where we dis- or figure out that Monica is known as Reality Von Tees. Mm-hmm. Instagram account who's dedicated to taking down and exposing Jen Shaw um, and just trolling the other women. Yeah. And we were like, wait, what's that? Yeah, I know. I think yeah. we all probably immediately Googled it. Like, mm-hmm. what, what is it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we find out that Heather was actually for the birthday trip trying to get a gift card for Monica to give to her from Booty, Beauty Lab. And then she found that there were three Monicas in the system with different last names um, with like the same birthday information. Um, and that one had a lot of like outstanding charges. Mm-hmm. And so that's when she kind of like looked into the investigator and was like, what? And she had also said that, um, remember they were on the beach or, or Heather and Monica were on the beach together talking about um, the DMs and, she said, or um, Monica had said to her, like, I, w- I actually wouldn't think that any of you would do that. Like, I would totally do that. DM somebody from a fake account. And Heather was like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I guess Red Heather, ha- hairstylist or old hairstylist was also Monica's or friends with Monica. Her best friend. Her best friend. And I guess she was involved in the account, too. And she had so much guilt about it. She came clean to Heather and said, mm-hmm. look, you got to know this person who's you're hanging out with used to be involved with this account that said some really mean things about you Mm -hmm. i think that's how she kind of had that and then she like really looked into it and was like it was confirmed yeah she has yeah she had a private investigator yeah yeah because yeah so heather tanisha is monica's best friend and heather's hairstyle so she was heather was kind of piecing the the stuff behind the scenes and asked her and she kind of straight up spilled it all which is good i mean we all like mistakes but own up to it Mm mm-hmm you know what I thought was crazy, though? This is a hot take, and it also might not be. You might 
both be like okay you dumb bitch it's a hot take like, might months. also not be <laughs> <laughs> you both could be like i thought of that months ago and here i am thinking i'm revolutionary but in the reunion monica well first off throughout the whole season we all know she's greedy for screen time anything she can do to force herself on the screen more than everyone else yeah. she's in yeah she said in the reunion i knew from the jump this was gonna come out mm. and so my theory is she totally planned it she picked the moment when she wanted, if Tanisha's her best friend, picked the moment she wanted her to tell Heather and knew shit would hit the fan in Bermuda and this would happen and it would just like make for a season finale that everyone remembers and no one's going to forget her name. Even if yeah. it's bad, mm-hmm. no one will forget her and everyone remembers that episode because it was iconic. Yeah. But I was like, if she said I knew from the jump that this was going to come out, she totally could have planned it all i was confused by that because then she's like saying you know like i never wanted it to come out you know but i think she's doing that now in hindsight with like remorse i feel like she totally could have planned that all yeah the only question is i don't think she's friends with the tanisha girl anymore Mm -hmm. Mm. like they did this together and then why Tanisha came clean is because they aren't friends anymore but still well she's sneaky she could have done something behind the scenes no for sure she could have kind of and it would have been perfect because she got to do the whole season kind of build up her character like she told some stories about mm-hmm. whatever her upbringing and tried to like build a character that you couldn't get rid of i don't know and then at the end after she had all these experiences and connected with the audience she's like let's drop the bomb at the end but it backfired because rumors are but also not come back it really made i thought back on the finale and when heather called her out and did her little monologue she wasn't surprised. That's why I think she planned it. Because no part of her face was surprised. She sat there, like, looking at Heather. True, yeah. Never once denied it. Tried to defend her name. Like, I didn't do it. She literally didn't even flinch. Yeah. Or, like... That was weird. Wait, yeah. Let's, surprised. Um, let's, no yeah. surprise. Let's talk about the monologue in the dinner. So, after we find out all that information, they the women actually sit down and talk and plan on confronting Monica. Um, and Monica confirms... Um, at the dinner that she says or i guess so they ask her like what what happened you were also weirdly like at meredith's store with a blonde wig on yeah. um mm-hmm. when you just lied about not being there like who are you um she said we she know had who never you are been there but there was video clip from her maybe a year ago with a blonde wig at, at the store, store mm-hmm. when a bracelet went missing so it's just like very weird. Very weird. Yeah. And then they're like, we know who you are. You're Reality Von Tees. And she's like, oh, you don't even know. Like, whatever. And they're like, well, tell us. And she was mm-hmm. like, that's not true entirely. And they're like, what? Yeah. Uh, she was part true. So, and they're like, what do you mean? Like, what part did you have in it? Um, but she said there were like several people involved and it was mainly to take down Jen and the other women were really just like collateral. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... They really just go after her, like, mon- or this is where Heather does her speech of, you know, mm-hmm. you, we do speech. not support you. I, we've been manipulated by people like you. This is all familiar, familiar, and I'm not yeah. defending you because I defended somebody last year who gave me a black eye. Oh, yeah. Um, which is is Jen, and yeah. then there, she just basically said, "You can leave." And she walked you off, can leave. Mm-hmm. and that's where it ended. I know, and. I mean, when Monica, I get it. She was one of like six people who ran the account. And she was like, I never once posted about you guys. But still, I'm like, I stand with all the women. At the end of the day, 
what Monica was like, all of these things, we were reposting what Jen Shaw had called you or said about you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even Andy was like, okay, but don't you think it's, you're still just bringing it to light. You're nonstop reposting these things. It's still dragging them down. I don't care if you were the one to physically say the words, you keep continuing to put it into the world mm-hmm. and like bring it back up and it degrades them. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it was, you're reposting it and putting it out there. Like, that's still bad. Even yeah. And Monica was like, I never said the words. You put it online. Yeah. I don't care if you said it or not. You put like hate comments out there. Yeah. For sure. And she would say, well, I, like, because I guess there was, like you said, multiple people involved. So she wasn't the one who actually posted like those certain things she mm-hmm. claims. But to me, that really doesn't make a difference. Not at all. Like if you were the one who did write that or repost it first, if you didn't, but this is the account you're involved in and... Yeah. There's no difference. Like, you did what you did. You're involved. You know what's happening. You didn't do anything to stop it. And you befriended these people. Exactly. (laughs) You didn't do anything to stop it. And you were involved. It's like, um, what's that thing when you, like, are involved in a group and you all do something? Not peer pressure, but, like, when one person's doing it, it's, like, mob effect or something. I don't know. Mob mentality. Yeah, I don't know. Something (laughs) like that. Like, and everyone's doing it. So, like, you just do it with them. But, like, it doesn't matter. Monica, you're an adult. Yeah. And I think that... Um, like talking about Monica, just like her overall plan is really what affected the women and like everybody like, okay, she Mm -hmm. ran an account. She was part of it, but I think it's just the craziest part is how she went from clearly, you know, being a fan to then like an intern to then an assistant of Jen to then applying on the TV with this like agenda to, you know, she had planned on, you know, it looks like she planned on exposing Jen. She set up her security cameras in Jen's house Mm -hmm to spy on her not maybe not to spy on her but she ended up you know watching having access to the cameras and looking at it and that's how she knew that lisa was going to meet snoop dogg and that's when she brought it up on the show and it was very weird for lisa um but yeah and so she uh, monica had actually said that production knew that she was part of reality von tees and andy said absolutely not we Mm -hmm. would not have cast you and she was like that's when i think she kind of like shut down in the reunion she yeah. like really went quiet after that because i feel like it's one thing to argue with all the other women and say you're not a liar but like andy probably has hardcore evidential proof mm. if you said that or not yeah and he could easily call you out so i think she shut up when she knew that she was never gonna win that fight mm-hmm. like and i believe andy like he was like if you had ever once said that you run a troll account you would have never been cast no i know but like isn't there he said in the first interview like isn't that recorded or something that's what I'm saying. I bet he has proof if yeah. that was said or not. So when he was like, we would never have hired you and she shut down because she's probably like, I'm not going to continue to argue with Andy because he'll air that footage and I'll be even more of a liar. Yeah. Yeah. They even showed her first um, email to the casting email about how she said that she sent an email saying, you know, your ratings are terrible and mm-hmm. you need help. And it was not. It was a very nice, normal email about yeah. you need I'm somebody. I'm a spicy Latina. Excommunicated Latina. Yeah, that you yeah. need to, like, have on your show. Yeah. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. The other thing, though, I long live Heather Gay. She's, like, the, she was so composed. She was like, so did you, do, did you, were you actually friends with Jen or did you just do it to be an assistant and it was at a stepping stone like yeah. you a bigger vision she's like no i was actually friends with her i was just doing it to be nice because i loved her and she pulled then heather pulls out a recording where she straight up says i was not friends with Je- or whatever i'm using her as a stepping stone like just like paris hilton and, he- and heather kim, used that analogy kim kardashian oh, in paris kim kardashian in paris like mm-hmm. she, that was a stepping stone for her and yeah 
Monica denied it, but she pulled out the recording and she said exactly that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Like, I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I love catching people looking at it. There's just no way you, like, wow, there's a recording of you literally just saying the opposite of what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's Okay, crazy. I also think, going back to the security footage thing, mm-hmm. you guys, when Monica said the FBI <laughs> yeah, asked oh, yeah. her to stalk Jen Shaw to bust her for drunk driving yeah she was like no the sense. fbi asked me to do that because first off all the women were like you stalk jen mm-hmm. you drive by her house all the time you literally there's videos of her with binoculars staring at jen and she's like i've never once stalked and someone's like what's the definition they go like repeatedly doing the same behavior <laughs> and like staring at someone like that she's like no i never did it but the fbi did ask me to do that yeah and he's like the fbi asked you oh my god <laughs> like how dumb does one have to be first off that's so yeah. not true the fbi would never ask a regular citizen hey catch that girl drunk driving mm-hmm. yeah um how dumb do you have to be to put that out there i know yeah. and she was really denying the fact that she was um basically stalking and like watching her yes um but then remember there was like a video she was taking like snapshots it seemed like where she was like oh my gosh i don't want to get like a warrant for or get arrested for stalking Mm -hmm. like haha so she literally had binoculars in the video (laughs) yeah yeah like that's so creep city yeah i think monica just twists a lot of stuff in her head like she takes reality and then twists it so i'm sure the fbi said hey you're a witness in this case so let us know what you know you know what i mean yeah so she took that as oh my god the fbi wants me to go be the informant like you know what i mean like she twists things in her head like yeah. she it's that but that wasn't the case they said probably she really like, think life's a movie tell us what you know or whatever and then she was like okay they need me mm-hmm. to go be the like detective on yeah. this and it was like that it's not what they said no not at all i feel like she takes you know you give her an inch and she takes a mile and turns into something that it's not mm-hmm. no literally not she like thinks her life is a movie and needs to do something crazy yeah but that was wild i just think it's crazy that monica just kind of had a plan to run a troll account infiltrate the women in the group that she had trolled before and try to become their friends and it's just all very bizarre and does anybody know actually um side note on this the information between monica and her mom with planning to be on the show so I thought you had mentioned that it came out that there were videos of them discussing like how oh, to better. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mom was just all about like I don't give a fuck what you do. You need to get as much screen and airtime as you possibly can. And it was kind of like Monica came back from her final interview was like mm, I don't think it went so well. Her mom was like, all right, well I hope they don't hire you and they hire me. So I'm like, was the mom also being interviewed at the same time? Like yeah. why would she ever think that she would get hired if her daughter didn't? I don't know why in the world the mom would be even an option honestly yeah. no i think she is even crazier than monica and has it in her head like, yeah but it's like she was just like you have to fight to get airtime it's all about this mm-hmm. and so crazy yeah it makes sense like monica because she was jen's assistant and you know she was familiar with the women but like monica's mom mm-hmm. is not friends with anybody on the show yeah. so i don't know and she said she interned for jen and didn't get paid and that was her job and all the women yeah. were like why would you have a job for two years that didn't pay you when you have four children it was very weird and it was like that just further proves the point that she totally was just doing this to get on the show and she was like jen was my friend no you were trying to expose her but you worked for free mm-hmm. when you have four children and it was like two years like i kind of get it if maybe it was a month like you know in between you hiring a real assistant like mm-hmm. i don't know you want to add it to your resume or something i don't know but like two years unpaid like 
yeah that's, that's stupid mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you cl- clearly have ulterior motives at for that sure point. yeah no that was wild um well yeah so that's basically the biggest <sighs> thing about this season that came out anything but anything else you want to talk about monica wise before we jump into heather no i'm no, just i have it. black eye gate on my mind i know yeah so also on top of that heather says that jen shaw confirmed that jen shaw gave her the black eye from last season the big huge purple black eye that big black mm-hmm. eye. she woke up with and had no idea where it came from and went and said i don't know for a year yeah so many lies and like rumors about it yeah um that was crazy so yeah she heather said that Jen had given her the black eye at the reunion. They show um, a security camera footage, maybe, but there's mm-hmm. no audio to it. And Heather kind of dubbed it for everybody. And she said, um, you know, Jen came in and sh- she said to to Jen, I don't know how I got this. And Jen said, did I give that to you? And Heather just said, I'll, I'll cover. I got you. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. Um, and so Jen said, OK, we're going to deny, deny that I gave it to you because she was also in all that legal trouble at the time. Mm-hmm. Um and she said, well, deny until there's a video that comes out yeah. of it con- confirming it. Unless, yeah, unless they can show the footage, we deny. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was crazy that Jen commented from from prison. That? It. My biggest bullet point, Jen Shaw has an Instagram in prison. <laughs> what? I don't know how. <laughs> She's posting our story, like, literally. What I need, though, is I need, like, a live of her workout class in I prison. Want, True. I want to go mm. inside and do, oh, my God, her YouTube would blow up if she did, like, Day in the Life vlog. <laughs> Vlogs in prison. I would watch on repeat. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, that's so good. I think that's so awesome. My Jen. biggest, yeah, question still is, Heather still says, I don't know how I got the black eye, but I know it was Jen, which to me is even more confusing. Like, how can you be 100% confident Jen gave it to you, even though you don't know how you got it. So that's, for me, was not connecting the dots. Basically, she's not saying, was it an accident? Did you guys... Because sometimes you're drunk on the ground playing with your friends. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> not really. But, like... That's... <laughs> like, I'm imagining them, like, just kind of, like, on the ground, like, wrestling. Or, you know, when you hug and then you fall over? I don't know. Because yeah. they were running around, like, crazy yeah, wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, they're running around. Jumping in the pool. They're, like laying down on the ground and then one like falls on top of the other like you know what i mean just kind of like sounds weird but like just kind of all of each other being drunk it's just strange for it to be like your eye though too exactly was it like oh we were kind of like on the ground she accidentally elbowed me like i could i mean that happens like were you sometimes people are hugging and they fall over like i could Mm -hmm. something like that or like did she did you get in an argument about something Mm -hmm. and did she come at you and hit you in the eye like that's two very two very very different situations and she did not say which one it was so i think it's it, weird to me that she says it's she knows 100 was jen mm. but she's but i mean you either say she punched me and that's like because i think a crime and you know that's wrong or it was jen but it was an accident and we were playing and her elbow hit my eye or you know mm-hmm. like there's two very different things so the fact that she's not coming clean to me is kind of still frustrating well because i think she said she was hooded for a year because she was afraid of jen and everything and then she finally said this i think she knows exactly what happened and it's jen punched her in the face and she's just afraid to say that Mm because it'll make jen look even worse instead of if it was an accidental situation yeah and i think i think it was like a full 
if right hook. She said like she has no. She said she said in an interview she does not care about Jenny anymore. She has zero like longing to be her friend. She doesn't like. There's nothing there. I don't so think she she's can worried about care, but I think she's worried about safety when Jen gets out of prison. If she's gonna be like volatile, I think though if. If she did say that it was on purpose, there would be some stuff that she would have to go through, like, legally about it. Probably. Yeah. Like, she, if she says, Jen Shaw punched me in the face, and that's how I got it, because she was mad, I feel like Bravo has to t- step in and do something about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I would be curious to see. And that's why Andy was pissed, because he's like, Heather, you lied to production. You said that some a producer or somebody working on the show could have accidentally, like, hit you or something, and... She was trying to, like, take the blame off herself and Jen I think so she was spewing a bunch of different ideas like I fell out a doorknob like production accidentally hit me like a robber came in like she was just saying all these mm-hmm. random things like I fell like just so it but there's the, like ever, all eyes weren't on her and Jen but it was like there's made a it difference worse. between making a joke like oh like when Jen said a spider laid egg is in your eye like that's clearly a joke Heather saying that a producer did this to her she went down several pegs in my eyes with that. Andy was like, you don't understand the repercussions that come from that. He mm-hmm. was like, you could ruin one of those producers' lives. You're ruining the reputation of Bravo and, like, the safety and everything that we care about. And she was like, you made so much light about this and made jokes about literally being abused by someone who works for me. He yeah. was like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I support him fully. Heather went down several pegs with that. I understand if you want to make light and joke because, I mean, I make... I get humor in uncomfortable situations as well. I feel like that's what I do too. But it's like there's a difference, very big difference between a spider leg eggs in your eye and a producer punch me in the face. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think she was in some hot water there with Andy, but I mean, she is the it girl of Salt Lake City now. Yeah. And she said sorry. Mm-hmm. And I think she realized what she did. Like looking back, I think she's like, I made it way worse. Mm-hmm. But the other yeah. housewives actually said, I totally understand why she did that. I would have done the same thing because it's Jen. If it was anyone else, probably would have been a different situation. But because it's Jen, I feel like there's a lot we don't even know about Jen. Like See, what so she's that's, capable of. And- mm-hmm. That's an interesting point. So this was a big thing that the women brought up, that Heather chose to keep in the trauma and stuff that Jen had put on her and, like, wouldn't tell anybody. But Monica chose to, like, blurt it out on social media. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, what... They were like, who do you, when do you, you know, feel sorry for the other person or not? Or like, how, like, how's it different? Yeah. And I heard on the, I think it was reunion. Um, someone said that speech that Monica gave saying like, you decide to keep it in. And I expressed my anger. Like that was the one moment you kind of felt for her and kind of like could understand. But then she just, but I did it because sorry or she never, yeah. like she kind of had us for a second there. She could have kind of been like. Do you see how, like, try to explain herself? But See, she, she never just... had me because all she did was take down the other women. To me, it would have been different if you were, if it was negative things Jen said about me. Mm-hmm. And I was spewing that to the world and showing people how bad she treated me. It's still different in my eyes that it was stuff said about other people that she continued to put out there. I get yeah. it. She's trying to expose Jen. I don't, I still, she never had me at that one. Cause I'm yeah. like, it wasn't words about you that you were like a home wrecker and all of this. You put that out there about everyone else. Not yeah. stop. Yeah. She was trying to expose Jen for how bad she was to like everyone. But while she did that, she obviously affected her. Yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Like only put the crap out there about yourself that you want out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chrissy. 
It was a lot. It is crazy. I miss it already. I know. When's the next season coming out? Mm-hmm. Also, should we talk about Heather Gay's transformation? Oh my gosh, yeah. Did you, she was on the Watch What Happens Live after episode, and she looks so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, she looks good, but looks different. Good. Yeah. I'm kind of getting Kathy Hilton from her. Mm, but not like, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks good. I mean, just, she, op- she owns a beauty lab. She's obviously going to get work done. Mm-hmm. It's but just, the thing is, what do you think she had? Like a facelift, or do you think it she does, just yeah. had? Yeah, it does look like it was all really pulled, like yeah. pulled From the, the forehead to like tight. the jaw. Mm-hmm. It does seem okay. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wild. Live your best life. If you want to sponsor us and give us all free lip filler? I'd be down. <laughs> Beauty lab. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I could use some Botox. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to. My final question is, the women did this, but I want to know what your overall for the entire season what your what is it your warm and fuzzy and your cold and prickly were for moments of the season hmm. can i go last oh my god i have to think i can go first yeah okay. my warm and fuzzy moment is um meredith turning the butter oh, by yeah. hand mm. with the, with the glass jars they went yeah. on that like pioneer lunch or something and they had to like hand make butter and meredith was really into that and i just relate like i know that would be me like i would do it until i have butter yeah the other women were like no and she i love that meredith <laughs> made her butter and then took it out to restaurants <laughs> and like yeah, had yeah, like yeah. them serve it yeah that that's was awesome. good um that was so funny. that's my warm and fuzzy moment and then my cold and prickly is probably just monica at the greek easter celebration that just was really annoying to me mm-hmm. um I just didn't like yeah. the yelling with the mom and the back and forth and all of that it was just not yeah interesting. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I have mine. Fuzzy. You and go. Mine's gonna be kind of a hot take. It kind of makes <laughs> no sense, but it's the same like person. Mm-hmm. Mary has oh. been warm and fuzzy because she did have some good, like not even it's just the comments about Heather's necklace. Mm-hmm. Like she's like your necklace is ugly. You're in bread. Like, no, I will not come sit with you. If you're ever bored, just bobblehead. go to TikTok, you bobblehead. <laughs> like, just some of the things she says are so outrageous. Like, it makes you laugh. But then also, my, what's it? Sour and prickly? Warm and fuzzy and cold and prickly. Oh, cold and prickly. It's also Mary. Because, like, mm-hmm. she could be really annoying sometimes. And I'm just, like, pointless. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know. In a weird way, she's kind of both of mine. Because I definitely laughed. and was like, oh, my God. And other times, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's not even making it. Like, she's kind of delusional, not making sense. And I yeah mm-hmm. i want delusional people you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's my, she's both of mine i feel like this isn't like an exact moment but the warm and fuzzy is just how many good little one-liners or takeaways or like memes that we got yeah. from this season like the rumors the nastiness yeah. when everyone when andy does that it like warms my heart yeah i don't like that meredith's spreading rumors but the way that that was said and how angie imitates her that was funny yeah Mm-hmm. I think in Heather's monologue, like facts, receipts, time, like that, we got some good like, people like remixing it. It's so yeah. funny, like new dances to it. Yeah, so those so were good. funny to me. And yeah. I'd probably say my cold and prickly is Monica and Mary, the two M's. Yeah, mm-hmm. get them out. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm Mary. She's not funny to me anymore. She's just rude. Yeah, she does have some one funny moment, you know, but it's like. I just, I'm so over her. She's just annoying. Mm-hmm. By the reunion, because the reunion is a time for you to, like, be open, mm-hmm. explain yourself, but also, like... Listen. Listen. And she was just being, like... She yeah. thought Heather's comments saying that literally Mary's house was, like, interesting and eclectic were worse than Mary yeah. saying Heather, Heather was inbred. And it's like, really? Mm-hmm. But that's not even, like, funny. That's just... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You can't own up to your shit. So and I, I, saw I don't like that kind of stuff. Andy in another interview or podcast or something. And he was asked, different about Beverly Hills, who would you want to bring back, Vanderpump or Rinna? And he was like, they both bring different, you know, wonderful things to the show. But he said, the beauty of Housewives is the ability to forget and move on. He goes, this is why the women kind of work that even if something happens like yeah for a couple seasons could be drama but at the end of the day you kind of get there at the end and he was just like his example was Vanderpump will stand strong and never come back on her beliefs or forget so like Mm -hmm. would it ever work and then I was like yeah for Monica I don't like see any of these women ever forgiving her so like she just wouldn't ever work on the show again unfortunately she could not recover yeah okay but side note I know it's not Salt Lake City. Why not Lisa Renna, though? He didn't say anything. No, he was just like, oh, I don't know who to pick between these two. Because the interviewers just asked him that. And he was like, I love them both. They both bring so many different things. But he was like, I just don't think Renna wants to come back. He didn't say anything about, like, why he would not bring her back at all. Mm -hmm. He just said for Vanderpump, I don't think she ever would. Because she can't move on from what happened. Mm. You do have to... Be able to say I'm sorry and listen and move on, I feel like. I do like, though, like, I don't think Monica would ever work after this season, but I do like there being, like, a villain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, somebody who's, like, nasty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so true, because I don't It united the five of them. Yeah, I don't like seeing, like, especially, actually, every cast. I like seeing the core group be close and strong. I don't want them to be... Like when Meredith and Lisa are fighting or Heather and Whitney, like it's interesting for a second, but then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want them to not be friends. I want them to yeah, like be friends and be close and like have fun. So mm-hmm. it is nice when kind of an outsider is the villain and takes that away, that pressure from honestly, like the main cast yeah. to be the villain. Because you don't want to see actual friends like trauma bonds you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> the trauma bonding of the season. Yeah. No, 10 out of 10 season, I think. So good. And, yeah. And uh, my favorite, yeah. Greatest season finale I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. So good. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got two podcasts from us in one week, oh, God, viewers, crazy listeners. Times. Mm-hmm. Crazy times. Wild. Hopefully you enjoyed our little reunion. Yeah. For us, the 5 to 9 reunion <laughs> special. Uh, maybe we'll do another one once Beverly Hills wraps up. That's mm-hmm. I know oh, they just true. filmed their reunion episode yesterday. So yeah. That'll be interesting with Anne-Marie, Crystal, Sun, Kyle, mm-hmm. everything going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Great. More to look forward to. And yeah, I think that's it for us today. Well, Have thanks a- for listening to our little pop-up episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mini episode. <laughs> Happy Saturday, y'all. All right.